Finley Finds Himself by Tim McAvoy Episode 1 Loss I wake up thinking myself to be a weird pervert. I'll get to that in a second. Select a random vitamin pill from the bathroom cabinet because, let's face it, they don't make any difference, although I probably should get rid of the folic acid at the back. That pregnancy is never going to happen. Then I hit my daily wall of procrastination and call my boyfriend. Kyle, what shall I wear? The blue or the yellow? Well, what are you wearing? I'm not a puff. Well, I am a puff, but I'll sod off. Hey, I had a sexy dream last night, and it wasn't about you or Gail Garcia Bernal. <laughs> it was about me. I was in these toilets, cottaging. No, in the dream, idiot. And I followed this guy into a cubicle, and I started kissing him and stuff, and then pulled away and saw it was me. I must be a total narcissist. What do you reckon? Oh, right, well, what does Freud say then? Hold on, I've got another call. Hello? Yes, this is he. Oh. Um. Do I need to do anything? Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll come round. Um, do I need to uh, sign things? No, it's not a problem. Right. Okay, yeah, bye. Um, yeah. Thanks. Kyle, uh, I've got to go. Yeah, uh, my dad's dead. Okay, Kill, Marry, Jack. Gordon Brown, David Cameron, or uh, uh, the other guy. Bill, that's really inappropriate. It's supposed to be. What's the point? No, I mean because of Finley's dad. Oh, right. Yeah. Does that mean you're not going to play? Kill Brown, shag Cameron, marry the other guy. See, I shag Brown. That's because you're into scat. No, I just like the more rotund fella. And kill Cameron, right? Of course. Now, everyone always wants to marry the other guy. Oh, here's Finn. Hello. You went with the blue, then? Yeah, yellow seemed a bit cheery. How are you feeling? Fine. Bit sad. Weird. Other monosyllabic words. What happened? Oh, some heart thing. He was a fat for catcher. I've got to go to the house and sort some stuff out. Bill, can I have the day off? No. no seriously? Seriously, you can't. Well, there's no one to cover for you. You can go to your dad's afterwards. I'll get Samuel in early, okay? What? Can't you cover for me, Kyle? I'm an accountant, not a barman. Yeah, but you're not at work now, are you? I'm always at work, Finley. Numbers constantly crunching in this head. Accountancy isn't just a job. It's more a state of being. A calling. Tax returns are a calling. It's about balance and harmony. Fine. Fine, I'll just clean out the ashtrays and mourn my recently deceased father at the same time, shall I? And clean the lines. Solutions on the side. I'm going to lunch. Oh, could you at least just give me one minute to go and change? I'll tell you what, I'll give you two. Seeing as you're now an orphan. Bill, I'm evil. Aren't we all? Why? I'm going to break up with Finley. I told you before, I'm not interested. Bugger off, Bill, I'm serious. Really? Right now. Obviously not right now. He's too vulnerable. When? Maybe this afternoon. I know it's terrible timing, but I was going to anyway. It's not my fault he's bereaved. I should have done it yesterday, and, and then I wouldn't have to be supportive. I just don't have time to be that person right now, you know? Wants another beer. 
just a half. Finn can get it for you. I'm off. So really, Carl, are you working today or not? Yes, I've got a house visit. Not too far from here. Some mega-rich guy has very dodgy-looking books. What, like porn or something? Accounting books. Cayman Island accounts. You're going to bust his butt? No, he's my client. I'm going to hide the evidence. Oh, well, that that's a bit less honourable. And then probably run away to the Caribbean. Nice. If you come back, uh, bring me some Malibu. There's Malibu just behind you. Oh yeah, never mind. Are you alright? Yeah, I really am. I mean, these things happen, don't they? Well, yes, but generally only once. So you can go a bit mad if you want. Nah, I think I'll just get drunk instead. Oh yes, I won't be able to bar crawl this weekend. That sucks. Why not? Um... Are you seeing the other man? No, it's just... I'm going to see my parents. Sorry, I I didn't want to say. I'm not upset that you've got parents, Kyle. I have met them several times, and they still call me Finny. And my aunt calls you Fingy. Yes, do thank them for that. You don't mind if I still go, do you? I think it would do me good. Sure. I've got to go. Bye then. Have fun in the Caribbean. I hope the house thing goes well. Finley. What? Take care. I'll call you later. So I spent my first afternoon of grieving, drinking Malibu, then placing the order for more spirits in a Jamaican accent, which I won't subject you to because I think it might be racist. Then I hurt my coccyx after slipping over on the freshly mopped floor because I was doing Billy Elliot-style stag leaps. So picture me now, sitting on the bar floor, crying. Hi. Hello. Great day, isn't it? It's fabulous. Yeah, I hate the gay scene normally, but I thought I'd come in for a quick drink. You were in here last Thursday. Oh, right. Yeah, I was. And the Tuesday before that. Good memory. So you work here then? That's right. I work really hard. I see. Oh, sorry. Um, do you want a drink? Yes, please. Okay, just help yourself and leave the cash on the side. I've got into a nice rut here. Okay then. What's your name, by the way? Finley. Great name. I'm Lewis. Surname, like Inspector Lewis. First name, so more like Lewis Carroll? Ah, I heard he was a pedo. Right. I'll just go get that drink. Finley, I'm back. You look like you've been busy. No. There's just one guy, and he's helping himself. Are you drunk? Nearly, I swear. Just give me ten more minutes. Fine, you've made your point. Go home and deal with your issues. You mean, my dad? Yeah. God, why do gay men always have a teenage angst about everything? Billy Harris? That's the solicitor. She's looking at me a bit funny because after staggering up the drive of my old, well, no, my dad's, okay, well, my dad's old, whatever it is, the house, I rang the doorbell and then fell into a bush. Yep, I'm on my bum, again. I fell over. I see. I was your father's solicitor. Solicitous. 
Perhaps I should give you a moment to collect your thoughts. Please look around and take your time. I'll wait in the kitchen. I lie down on my dad's bed for a bit, just to stop the world from spinning. He's got a picture on his bedside table. It's us, at a gay pride march. I look uncomfortable, dressed all in black. He's got a pink tank top, denim shorts and an air horn. I never really knew whether his pride was to support me, or it was just an excuse to not be himself for a day. Either way, he looked like a tit. His watch is next to the picture. It's a nice watch. I wonder why he wasn't wearing it when he died, as I strap it to my wrist. And then, oh god, why did I have to go there? The bedside drawer, stuffed full of naughty naked lady type magazines. Well, clearly that's why his heart gave out. I have a quick flick through, oh, just for curiosity's sake, then pass out with Bucks and Betsy's 34Gs on my face. Mr. Harris? Mr. Harris? Yeah. Um, oh, oh no, I, I wasn't, um... Sorry uh, to have uh, to disturb boobs. your meditations, Mr. Harris, but I really do have to get back to the office. Uh, of, of course. I was just remembering him. Uh, oh, I wasn't going to steal it. What? The watch. The watch is yours, Mr. Harris, as is anything else you might want from your father's possessions, magazines included. Oh, uh, no, uh, uh, I'm gay. Of course. So, can I take anything I want? Mr. Harris left everything to you, Mr. Harris. Watch, literature, house, fortune, everything. The house? Cool! Oh, hang on, has the mortgage been paid off? There hasn't been a mortgage on this property for some time. It is completely yours, along with the fortune. My own house? With an extensive pawn collection? Wow! Yes, and not forgetting the fortune, Mr. Harris? Sorry, you keep saying fortune. Yes. As in... Money? Like pirate treasure? Mostly stocks and shares, all of which can be cashed in as soon as I'm instructed to do so. By... You, Mr. Harris. How much is it? The amount is written on this document here. Quite. Well, there goes the Malibu. I went back to my flat, even though I know the house is mine, but it's big and empty and I wasn't really up for that right now. I only took one box of stuff with me. It was a pile of photos and papers, uh, school reports, you know, the kind of thing parents keep for times when they wish their children were young again. I'm aware that this is yet another pointer towards my narcissism as I come away from my newly deceased dad's house with mementos of, well, me. I did keep the watch, though. Hi, Kyle. I'm just looking through this random box of stuff my dad had. Oh, God, I look so miserable as a kid. They're all from birthdays. I think it's because of the presents. Age one, I was given a fire truck. Two, some building blocks. Three, a football. I guess I really wanted that new Barbie. And there's this story I wrote called Mr. Bunny, the best detective in the world, and... Yeah, sorry. <laughs> How are you? Oh. Oh, right. Um, 
No, no, it's the perfect time. New beginnings and all that. Um, any particular reason to break up with me now, out of interest? Too much to cope with. Sure. No, no, I'll be fine. I've got my youth and my health. Well, and now I've got hundreds of thousands of pounds. Bye. Mr. Bunny was the best detective in the world. He solved every crime there had ever been. But now he had his toughest case yet. Where had my dad's slippers gone? Dad's feet were cold, and if Mr. Bunny couldn't find them soon, they would go blue and drop off. Mr. Bunny looked in the washing machine, but all he found was one odd sock. That wouldn't do. Mr. Bunny looked behind the sofa, but all he found was an empty pizza box. Yuck! Mr. Bunny felt like giving up, so he went outside for a fag. As he stood in the back garden, he looked down, and there, on the doorstep, was my dad's slippers. Someone had left them outside because they smell so bad. Hooray, Mr. Bunny! You are the best detective in the world. Mr. Bunny had a fag. How old were you? Seven. Brilliant. J.K. Rowling must be quaking in her pointy hat. Well, she's not actually a witch, Bill. Wizard. Whatever. What did you do with the pawn? Gave it to the lesbians. You know, I think I could make this work. What, Mr. Bunny? No, not Mr. Bunny. Writing. I mean, why not? What else am I going to do? Mop the floor. No offence, Bill, but you don't think I'm going to stay working here, do you? Yes. Well, I'm not. What am I supposed to do? Get more staff. That's so gay. What? I'm trying to reclaim the term gay. Hasn't it already been reclaimed? Yeah, in the sense of it being homosexual, but not in the sense of being, oh, that's rubbish. And do we really want to do that? I mean, doesn't that kind of mean we're saying that we are rubbish? Not if we reclaim it. If you say so. Remember that for your book. Will do. It might even be the title. Seriously, though, mop the floor. I'm not working here anymore. I'm a writer now. I know, I heard you. But that doesn't change the fact that the floor needs mopping. Which, to be fair to Bill, was true. It didn't matter how shiny and new my shoes were, the floor was still tinged with rancid Alco Pops. I think there's a philosophy in there somewhere. But all I could think at the time was, screw you, I have loads of money, I'm off to Top's tiles. In episode one of Finley Finds Himself, Bill was played by Dean Lyle, Kyle was Stephen Yeo, Darren Munn played Lewis, Jem Carmella the solicitor, and Finley was Tim McAvoy. Hey kids, are you addicted to social networking sites? Well, here's a solution. Download our latest podcast instead. Don't spend all day on my face. Come and sit on the lap of fyiradio.net. <laughs>